Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, when it grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live out my hustle. Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So the hustle, ladies and homies, make money, make money, money, money. Yeah. Really trying to get this money for the real. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. What up, what up? What is going down? I had to come on for, for a surprise. Uh, had to come on for a surprise live stream right now. Talk about this Carson Wentz news. Oh, man, the, the QB carousel has begun. It already started with Jared Goff going over to uh, Detroit, getting traded, him and Matthew Stafford swapping. That's two QB switches already. And now we got our third one. Carson Wentz getting traded to where? To the Colts. Whoa. Whoa. Antonio, what up? What up, bro? Thanks for switching up to Twitch. Good looking, bro. Facebook user, what up? What up? Cruiser, what up, bro? What up? What up? Dang it. I don't know who this is because it's not showing me your name. <laughs> and cruiser here we go hey we could subscribe now yes if you would like to subscribe on twitch i appreciate it i finally hit affiliate status go join the 420 twitch crew guys i really appreciate it it's five bucks a month show some love that, that's all i gotta say show some love i gotta get a, give a shout out to francisco first one subbed up on twitch literally within the first couple hours that it could be done subbed up he has subscribed on patreon on youtube on Twitch, like, man, appreciate you, bro. Appreciate you. Appreciate everybody who signed up on more than one place, like Antonio. Um, appreciate you, bro, being signed up on, as a YouTube member in the 420 crew and on Patreon. Really appreciate it. Dennis, what up, bro? What's going down, Dennis? Thanks for making it, brother. So Carson Wentz, he got traded. It was a second and a third rounder that the Colts traded for Carson Wentz. Now the second is conditional. So we got to remember that if he plays more than 75% of snaps, that second turns into a first. Now I, I know that Carson Wentz last year, he played hundred percent of snap or he did not play hundred percent of snaps the year before that. I'm pretty sure he played 100%, but 
that was like the only season that he's played 100% of snaps. So that's 75, that's a pretty good over under. Obviously if he's the starter, you know, he, he's going to play 75% of snaps. And if he doesn't get hurt, he'll be the starter for sure. They literally have no other QBs on their roster besides Isom. So the Colts, they were, they were primed to make a move or 70% or they go to the playoffs. Okay. So I, I missed the part about going to the playoffs. So I saw 75%. And then the other stipulation is going to the playoffs. <sighs> Seems worth it to me for the Colts. I mean, they're, they're a QB away from making something happen. I don't know if Carson Wentz is going to be the guy who's going to, you know, get them a Super Bowl ring. I mean, they still got to do things to fix up their offense. Their offense was game managed by Philip Rivers. I know they got Jonathan Taylor who beasted, you know, last year. But what about the off? What about the the receiving weapons? T.Y. Hilton. Who knows if he's even going to be there? Maybe now they re-sign him. But still, I mean, T.Y. Hilton. He is always getting hurt. Last year, I mean, super slow in the beginning. I I, I don't know. I, I don't know. My as of right now, the only one who's like under contract, you know, moving forward is Michael Pittman Jr. I mean, you know, everybody lower than him on the depth chart is still there too, but the guys higher than him probably aren't going to be there. So this is going to be, is going to be a crazy, a crazy shakeup. And sorry, it's still the morning. I'm fucking wiping sleep out of my eyes now. I saw this news and I was like, oh shit, QB carousel, time to smoke weed and hop on live and go see. Hilton, Pittman, Pascal, Paris Campbell. I like them. So Hilton, who else is an unrestricted free agent out of those? I'm pretty sure someone else is. Let me go check real quick. All right. Let's see. So T.Y. Hilton's an unrestricted free agent. Uh, Zach Pascal, he's a restricted free agent, so I guess he's not going anywhere. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are two people that are higher than him on the depth chart that could potentially be gone, but we don't know. But And he said, plus plenty of tight ends. So Trey Burton, unrestricted free agent. <laughs> uh, Mo Ali Cox, he's a restricted free agent, so I mean, he should be there. Um, and then Jack Doyle. Uh, I'm pretty sure Jack Doyle's still there, but yeah, Trey Burton who was their best tight end uh, pass catcher. Are they going to bring him back? Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell. So as of right now, I believe Paris Campbell is number four on their depth chart for wide receiver. But if T.Y. Hilton and Zach Pascal, who are, I mean, technically they're number one and twos, you know, right now, I mean, Michael Pittman's more the number two than Pascal, but just is what it is with their depth chart. But yeah, we'll see. They got, they got to keep those top two. Devin, what up, bro? Colts have cap room um, and keep who they want. Okay, well, we got to see what they do it, until until they re-sign those guys. They ain't re-signed in my mind. And so unrestricted free agents, let, let's see. Let's see. Good gamble for the Colts. If Frank Wright turns into a productive, uh, turns him into a productive QB, worth a first-round pick. If he's a bust, they lose a second and a third. Yep. Well, if he plays 75% of snaps, I mean, I guess they would probably sit him if they were just going in the shitter, you know, to keep him under 75% of snaps. But whether they win or lose, if he plays 75% of snaps, I'm pretty sure that that second turns into a first. That That's the that's the way that I read it. Let's get this bowl smoking, guys. <laughs> and you know what's funny? One thing that I got to mention is – one thing that I got to mention – 
is, oh man, what what about these dumbasses who said that Wentz was going to go to the Bears? <laughs> we won't mention any names or put anybody on blast, but this is why you don't come out with like videos and shit until like the, the trades actually happen. Like that was fucking news brought up by, by Carson Wentz's agent, you know, to ruffle the feathers. <laughs> and that's all it did because everybody thought that he was actually going to go to Chicago. Nope. Uncle Mac, what up, bro? <clears throat> I hope you guys are ready for this Sunday. Elimination Chamber, WWE streaming. It's going to be me, my homie Uncle Mac, and my homie Little Dubs. They're going to be coming down. We're going to have more people than me on now. So going to have uh, gonna have some more guests on. Going to have my peeps on. He was MVP under right. Hope, uh, uh, big hopes for the team. I mean, Carson Wentz, to me, was not the problem. He just really wasn't like, yeah, was he making some mistakes here or there? Like, yeah, but when you literally ask your quarterback to do everything and you expect him to do a whole lot with a with with not much at all, like, I don't know what the fuck you expect. Like, I really don't know what they were expecting. Bears backed out. Panthers were not interested. Hell yeah, the Bears backed out because they were <laughs> because after their shit went in the news, they probably wanted to uh, they probably wanted to get more than Carson Wentz was worth. I knew he wasn't going to the Bears. I know, bro. No, no, it just did not make sense at all. It just didn't make sense. Like you're gonna send him to the Bears where he's gonna compete with Nick Foles again. Like it just doesn't make sense. What up, Corey? What's going down, bro? What is going down? Just woke up to the Wentz news. Me too, bro. <laughs> woke up, saw the news, made a couple posts on social media, and damn it, I don't even think I posted it on Patreon. I'm, I'm slacking. I got to get that posted for my peeps. Um, yeah, wild, bro. Wild. I had to get on here and go live. Wentz to the Bears would have been a train wreck, <laughs> as opposed to what they are now, right? Which is what? <laughs> a motherfucking train wreck. <laughs> I need some train wreck weed in my life. If the Bears got him to make their QB decision, <laughs> yeah, it would have been even worse of a dumpster fire than what it already is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and David, I'm unsubscribing. <laughs> You're a savage. You're a savage. Let's get this bowl smoking going right now yeah hopefully everybody's in discord because all the notifications are popping up in discord that's for sure Woo! carson went so third qb change of the offseason i, I want to get a little ticker going because adam schefter um what was it they asked they asked him what does he think the over under is for qbs for teams changing qbs this year. And he said 17. And then he said he would take the over. Whoo. <laughs> and we already got three. We already got three changes. Can I hop on live with you, bro? Yeah, man. Sounds good. I'm not going to be on here for too long. But yeah, I'm going to shoot you the link right now, bro. And you can hop on. Get some back and forth. With my man Corey. All right, just sent you the link, bro. So the Jalen Hurts era has officially begun. Yes, it has. And for me, I thought that the Jalen Hurts era, even though he was playing last year, 
I didn't I didn't believe 100% that he was going to be the guy moving forward until week 17. Week 17 when they put him on the bench to check out their their third string QB. That's when I knew Wentz was out of there. I, I talked to a bunch of people about this in Discord. That was when I believed that Carson Wentz was just out of there. I mean, it, it wasn't, it was already pretty obvious, you know. So anybody acting like they said Carson Wentz was gone and they were like, you know, <laughs> and they were right about it, like whoop de fucking do, you know, like everybody knew that Carson Wentz was going to be gone. That's insane. Hell yeah, it is. Eagles still have the sixth pick. There we go. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles, <laughs> now it's funny. Now they're going to get all loaded up, you know, with offensive talent when for the longest time, <laughs> Carson Wentz had nothing. I, I mean, it sucks when Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey are literally the best, you know, weapons that you got on your squad. What do you expect? <laughs> they're not even playing. <laughs> I just don't I, – I don't get it. I, I don't get it. They need to trade back and grab an alignment. Yeah. Hell, yeah. I mean, what's his name? Um, I forget his first name, but Brown. Is it Orlando Brown? Uh, maybe that's the Disney actor. But Brown for the Ravens who wants out of there, who wants to play left tackle, you know, may, maybe make a move out of him, trade some of these picks. Something gotta gotta do something. Gotta gotta get them some. Gotta gotta get gotta get hurt some protection. He needs it. They're they're garbage. Orlando Brown. Okay, I was right on the name. They can't afford. I mean, I I know he wants top dollar. That that is for sure. And he he proved <laughs> that he deserves it. And he wants to play that defensive line position too, or the uh, left tackle position too, because he wants that money. Where's my 420 peeps at? Uh, where you at? Where you at? Great cash, homie. <clears throat> there we go. My shit was messing up. <clears throat> Let's get it, guys. <clears throat> oh, shit. And here we go. Corey in the building. <clears throat> what up, what bro? What's going on, man? Crazy news, man. Crazy fucking news. That's what I'll say. Yeah, I literally just woke up not even 10 minutes ago, and then I saw, like, 20 notifications. They probably all came from Discord and your Facebook and all that stuff. And I was like, I had to go see the trade package. And honestly, the the Colts won the trade for sure. Like, they didn't have to give up, yeah. like, nothing. I mean, that was that conditional second rounder that can, can turn, turn into a first rounder. If I don't know, like this once have to hit like a certain amount of 70, yards or touchdowns. Seventy-five uh, percent of snaps, or they hit, or they make it to the playoffs. So I either they're way. a lock for the playoffs because that division is other than Tennessee. Like I don't know. Like I think with Wentz now, like I would take the Colts over over Tennessee. You know, they have definitely have better defense, and I mean, I think Tennessee has better better offensive weapons other than the offensive line. You know, maybe if the Colts pick up a receiver in free agency to help out Michael Pittman. I mean, T.Y. Hilton just keeps regressing. I mean, if you have T.Y. Hilton as your third receiver, like, I mean, I know, isn't he a free agent, T.Y.? He's an unrestricted free agent. So we'll see if they re-sign him. It, it would be, like, 
it would be very fitting for Carson Wentz if T.Y. Hilton left and they didn't get any, you know, weapons because that's literally the kind of shit that he's been dealing with his whole career. So I'm very curious because the Colts, I mean, the Colts defense carried them a lot more than their offense did last year. Like Phillip Rivers game plan the shit out of that season and still came out with, you know, I mean, he was a halfway decent fantasy quarterback, you know, middle of the road. So, I mean, it's not like he was horrible as far as like putting up stats go, but he game managed the shit out of that season and their defense carried them. So guys like DeForest Buckner, guys like Darius Leonard, though, as long as those guys stay healthy, I mean, their, their defense is going to be intact, but what the hell are they going to do with their offense? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, Michael Pittman is definitely the number one guy there. He's going to step up, but we'll see what, what Paris Campbell looks like when he, when he returns from injury. I mean, the tight ends, I imagine they probably keep two of them on the roster. I mean, it was just a rotation of Jack Doyle and Mo Ali Cox and uh, Tra- uh, with Burton or whatever. So yep. what's going on, Antonio? And Burton, I, I mean – I, obviously, Jack Doyle was hurt last year, and that made it to where Burton and, and Cox got more of the snaps, at least it seemed like, on the season. And if they don't bring Burton back, that that's something that might hurt them if they don't go out and get another tight end. Because Mo Ali Cox was good, but we saw him we saw him disappear a lot. And probably wasn't his fault. I mean, it's just the way that the offense was working. But, yeah, they if they don't keep T.Y. Hilton and they don't keep Trey Burton – they they need to they need to make some moves as far as that like, getting weapons go or going to be the same thing with the Eagles except Carson Wentz will have way better protection with the Colts. <laughs> That's for I sure. Mean, uh, Dennis says uh, Colts have Devin Funches too. I didn't even I didn't even know that. Like ever since he left Carolina, I kind of didn't even realize he's still in the league. But I I totally forgot about that because yeah, that's, that's a good receiver too. I mean like. I'll take Devin Funches over any receiver on the Eagles right now. Like, so that's for sure. Maybe except Jalen Rager, but yeah, yeah, he didn't do it. Funches didn't do anything when he was with Green Bay, and yeah, it almost seems like he hasn't been playing <laughs> since he left Carolina. Yeah, so I mean, Devin Funches is a solid. Like, if he was my number three receiver, I'd, I'd be satisfied. So if they can pick up, because I mean, honestly, like if T.Y. Hilton's the number two receiver, I'm not confident in that. So if they can pick up, uh. If they can pick up somebody reliable in free agency to um, be their number two receiver behind Pittman, maybe their number one if it's that talented, and then go off from there. Like I honestly, I'd like Trey Burton as my tight end. So if they can just re-sign him and then bring back Doyle and Malik Cox as a backup, like that. That's just, that shows up your weapons because you already got your running backs. If they, I don't know if Hines or uh, Wilkins is under contract or whatever, but. I'm fine with I'm fine with that because I mean Taylor's your ground and pound runner and Hines is your third down back and that's a reliable backfield right there. Yeah, everybody except Mac on the running backs is still under contract. So Mac's the only one who, I mean, we already think he's going to be gone. Like I don't know why he would. I mean, he'd have he's to take fine. a really significant pay cut. But who knows? I mean, if he really thinks that they're primed, you know, for a Super Bowl. Because uh, I don't know, Max, someone who he might go somewhere and compete, you know, for a starting spot somewhere. But I don't know if, if he's just going to go somewhere and be the undoubted, like, you know, number one. Um, we shall see. We shall see. He seems like the type of guy that the Patriots would like fucking pick up, like a veteran, a veteran running back who is probably going to be undervalued by a lot of teams. And 
I know the Patriots got a lot of uh, a lot of holes to fill coming up at running back if Rex Burkhead is gone and James White is gone and Sonny Michelle might be gone. Yeah, I mean that's a good fit too. I think the Patriots could even go for. I think the Patriots are going to pick up Marcus Mariota. Like it's going to be Mariota, is my guess. I just don't think if the grapple thing doesn't work out with if Deshaun Watson does go to San Francisco, the 49ers are going to stick with Garoppolo and then that would prevent Patriots from getting Garoppolo. And then I think the Patriots would either go Mac Jones in the draft or they would go Marcus Mariota. That'd be my guess with New England where they go with quarterback situation. We shall see. Coming from a Lions fan, what do you think about the Stafford trade for Goff and the GM and the coaching hires? I don't know too much about the the coaching hires or the GM hires. Like I don't I don't know where I would like rank them or say how good or bad it is. Obviously, you needed to move on, you know, from the coaching regime and everything that you've had going over the last handful of years. So that's good. St- I feel like if we're talking dynasty, you know, we're talking long term, we're talking these franchises. I feel like Goff is the better play for like right now, just because if you want to move on from him. I believe they can move on from him next year if they wanted to. You know, I mean, you could just cut bait. You can get rid of them, and you could draft someone this year, groom them, you know, for this year or something. But I feel like the Rams, they want they won that getting Stafford. Stafford's been primed, you know, to do something and make it to the playoffs, but he just hasn't had the weapons, hasn't had the best coaches, the best play calling, and he's been doing really good. So I, I like – the trade for both teams because it it should improve should improve the Rams you know significantly and I think the Colts I mean I'm sorry I, I think the Lions you can't really get too much worse than what they already were so we got to see what kind of moves they make for Goff. I mean I like the Lions side a lot. I think trade definitely benefited both sides and only time will tell to see who actually won because it's all going to come down to. Like you said, they got new GM and coaching hires Dennis. Like, let's see if these guys can actually put a quality enough team around Goff. And, you know, like all those first-round picks, like they don't mean nothing if the Lions keep botching picks the way they've been doing the past decade. So yeah. if they can, this new regime can actually turn things around and draft the right way. And, I mean, if you put the right pieces around Goff, it's already been proven that he can at least get you to the playoffs. I mean – he did it just this year, you know? Like, I don't think he's going to get back to his cerebral, you know, year or whatever. But, you know, like, he could get you to where Stafford's getting you. I mean, it's all going to come down to what the pieces you put around him. And, I mean, I don't really think any Lions fan sees Goff as their future quarterback. But I look at kind of, like, Goff as, like, Wentz, where it's like, you know, I think he's a quality starter in this league, you know? I It's just going to be tough because – this is his last chance, you know, if he doesn't do anything in Detroit, like he's not getting another starting job. So I'm rooting for the line just because I want to see Goff be successful. You know, it just sucks because, you know, he was this close when he Super Bowl the Rams and kind of fell through. And I, I, I think he's a great guy too. So I'm, I'm rooting for your lions, bro. Just to see, just see what happens. You know, it, it's fun to see where these new quarterbacks land and see how they do. You know, I'm not rooting for anybody to do bad unless you're the, unless you're like the, I don't even know. <laughs> the Patriots, fuck them. <laughs> no, I fuck with the Patriots. Oh, man, I can't fuck with you anymore then. No, nah, just kidding. No, I'm not, I'm not even a Patriots fan. I just, I think, I just like the Belichick. I like his coaching style. 
I'm very curious to see what the Patriots end up doing this year because we. It's funny because last year everybody knew that they were going to take Cam Newton. You know, like I, when we were talking about this shit around the NFL draft, everybody knew that the Patriots were going to take Cam Newton, and it just like kind of blew up in their face. And COVID was probably a big reason why the the season blew up in their face. But that's kind of an excuse for Belichick. But 2021. He's going to be out of excuses with Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl. No, it's crazy that with all their problems, the Patriots still went seven and nine, you know, when Cam Newton threw for like four touchdowns on the year and they still went seven and nine, like he had more wins than touchdown passes. Like that's just a testament to Bill's coaching. Like that's awesome, dude. Let's go all the way back to when, you know, Tom Brady fucking missed his year. Castle went 11 and 6. They didn't even make the playoffs. That's how I I mean that's how uh, that's how stacked the wild card was that year. They didn't even make make the playoffs that year. But like when Peyton Manning went down, you know, and I, I can't remember what year it was. Two, I, I can't remember what year it was that Peyton Manning went down. Um, but when Andrew Luck, 2011, maybe 2010, before Andrew Luck was drafted, the Colts went like two and fourteen. Yeah, that year, like that's how shitty you know their team was without Peyton Manning. And I remember Peyton Manning almost won like most valuable player that year when he didn't play because it showed how valuable he was to his team. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think the Colts made the right move by going to Luck instead of Manning at that point. You know, I know Manning won a Super Bowl that year. Well, not that year, but a year after that. Yeah, but man, I just think I just think that was a great move by Indianapolis. You know, like if Luck had if they put the right weapons around him and like treated him with respect with the O line, like Colts would be a Super Bowl champion right now. Well, hold on, because see, let's go back to that because now at the time we're talking high insight. You know, Mm -hmm. Luck is going to be you know a franchise QB for ten years. You know, that, that's what they thought when they drafted him. He only lasted six years, right? Or was it, I mean, seven, something like that. But yeah. that, you know, high insight, obviously. They didn't know he was only going to play six years. So now, going backwards, Peyton Manning in 2013, he was like the MVP of the league that year and threw 50 touchdowns. Like, he was balling. And the Colts might have been a better team than Denver, you know, with, with him on it, I mean, they didn't even win. Um, they, they didn't even beat Seattle. Would the Colts have beaten Seattle that year with Peyton Manning being that crazy gunslinger? Man, I just think that uh, – I think Peyton Manning was the same thing as Tom Brady this year where it's like he just had so many fucking good weapons around him that it was just insane. And that defense, like, we could talk all day about that defense, but, like <laughs> – like, I, I related to that Tom Brady's a great player right now. Peyton Manning's a great player right now. And they just – and that's why he went to Denver is that, like, the team was significantly better around him than than the Colts was around was going to be around him that next year. Colts' defense always sucked when Manning was there. I mean, they, they had a couple good players here and there, but as a whole, they were just never that good. They weren't like the Patriots, you know, for Tom mm-hmm. Brady. And it just always seemed like they weren't getting weapons for Manning. They just weren't. They expected him to do it with Reggie Wayne, and that was it. I mean, Marvin Harrison first, and then Reggie Wayne. So it's not like he had nobody. At least he had better number ones than Brady ever had, besides Moss. But still, I don't know. They they 
fucking Colts. Like, <laughs> I mean, the year before Peyton Manning went to Denver, I just looked it up because I, I know I was going to get my years mixed up. I wanted to make sure. But the year before Peyton Manning was the Tim Tebow year. So, yeah, of course, that defense carried them. And, I mean, all Tim Tebow had to do was just get them the field goal range and kick a field goal, you know? It's like Tim Tebow was the biggest game manager. So it's like Peyton Manning well, that, knew he could walk in there and, and bring them up because Peyton Manning was even at age 35 or whatever he was is significantly better than what Tim Tebow was. And, yeah, that's that's really true. Tim Tebow wasn't a game manager, though. That's one thing that I will say. He may, he may not have been the best at throwing the ball, but he he definitely wasn't a game manager. Like he was winning those games, even if it was only throwing like two passes, two completed passes, and winning the game. Like I I, I still can't even um, I, I can't forget about that. I believe it was the Chiefs that they beat, and Tim Tebow only threw two completed passes in the game, but one of them was a game winning touchdown. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna look that I'm gonna look that game up right now because I'm. I'm curious what you're talking. You said the Chiefs. I believe it. I believe it was the Chiefs. And yeah, Tim Tebow only completed two passes in the game, but one of them was like it was like a 40 or a 50 yard like bomb, like to win the game, like as time was like expiring. So Tim Tebow, like as much as people hated on him, like when it came to like clutch time, like I don't know if there's any QB that was more clutch than Tim Tebow, <laughs> and that that's crazy to think because he literally. There's one game on Monday Night Football where he played the Jets. They had the ball two minutes <clears> left, and he was on, like, the 95-yard line. or the Yeah, 95 yards to go. And just when I'm watching this game, I'm like, bro, are they about to get T-bowed right now? <laughs> and they did. He went down the field 95 yards and won the game on a game-winning drive. Like, it was, it was crazy because you didn't – I didn't have Tim Tebow that year, but I talked to a bunch of people who did, and it was always, like, I can't even watch Tim Tebow's games because the first three quarters of the game, he has like negative points. But then like in the fourth quarter, he'll come out and he'll get like 20 points, you know, just in that one quarter alone. So Tim Tebow was wild. And uh, Tim Tebow is still a fantasy football God for that year. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like he was a God that year in fantasy football. Yeah. I got the stats from that chiefs game. Yeah. He went two for eight for 69 yards and one touchdown. His long was a 56 bomb at the end. Boom. <laughs> there you go. Was garbage like the entire game. And then just a 56-yard strike for a touchdown to win the game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they ran the ball most. I mean, Monty Ball had 30 carries in that game. Yeah, and how many did Tebow have in that game? Uh, Tebow had nine. That was another touchdown. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> and he, he was like – you know, he was like a poor man's Lamar Jackson, even though he got drafted higher than Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson. Crazy to think. Like, he got drafted 26th overall. Lamar Jackson got drafted, what, last pick in the first round or something um, like that. Yeah, they had the they had the best rushing attack in the league that year, and it was on the shoulders of Tebow. So as much as people hate on Tebow, go watch some of his, like, his highlights from that year because – for fantasy purposes, like he he was a freaking stud, man. He was someone who you got on the free on the waiver wire, and who I'm pretty sure was a top twelve QB, you know, points per game wise. Because he didn't play like every single game, like he didn't start every game that year. 
<laughs> and then won the won the game in overtime, the playoff game versus the Steelers. <laughs> that was wild. That was wild. Demarius Thomas. Yeah, very first play at overtime. <laughs> and then he got his brains beat out against the Patriots next next game. <laughs> it was like forty nine to like ten or something like that. It's crazy. He still has more playoff wins than uh, Tony Romo. Crazy wow. to think. That's funny stuff, dude. All Man, right. Tony Romo, like he could come back. He could come back. Probably not now, but maybe two years ago he could have came back. Yeah, I mean, now there's no way that he would want to come back. Like, shit, you're making $17 million being an announcer, working like one day a week, you know, on TV. Like, yeah. the rest of your week is just prep work. Like, he's living the dream. Like, you're the highest paid at your job, like, ever. Like, yeah, they, he's got no reason. He, he's a better commentator than he ever was a quarterback. Like, that's for sure. And he was a really good quarterback, really good, just not great. And... It, it was funny. I used to love making fun of Tony Romo when he when he botched that uh, when he botched that field goal um, uh, when he was holding it. <laughs> I called that like right before it happened, and I couldn't believe it. <laughs> there you go. Manning was toast in Denver when he won the Super Bowl. Yeah, he was. He was bad. That was. There's been a lot of. QBs that were pretty bad in the in the Super Bowl. That was one of he was one of those ones. Thank God they didn't give him the MVP. Like that would have been so undeserved. Yeah, Luck retired in 2019. Yeah, he retired in 2019, but he didn't play in 2019. He's so I, I, technically 2018 was his last season, and he kind of just strung the Colts along for a <laughs> for a long time. Um, That's so funny because like. Actually, Luck retired when I was driving on my way to go do my fantasy draft with my friends. Like, like that's perfect timing. Like, if someone would have fucking drafted him and then he retires, like, hours later. I did, so, I did so many drafts that year, and I want to say that it was only, like, one or two drafts, like, that were left after that news already broke. So, there was already probably, like – seven or eight leagues that I already drafted in. And, you know, Andrew Luck was drafted on every single one of those teams, and it just hurt it. Those people were pissed. Those people were pissed, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, like, redraft, redraft. <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. Yep. Luck's retirement was a total shocker. Hell, yeah, it was. Like, nobody saw that shit coming. It was so late, too, because it was – it was probably late August, you know, like usually you announce that like after the Super Bowl or whatever, like I don't know if it took, I mean, I don't blame him. Like, yeah, it's a big decision, especially at his young age. Like you got to think about it. If it takes weeks, months, whatever, but like, damn, horrible timing for a lot of people. <laughs> and his body's just fucked, man. Like, I'm, I don't know if he was the most hit, you know, QB since he came into the league. I mean, that might, him and Russell Wilson, you know, might be competing for that. But that's not something that you want to be competing for. The most hit QB in the league. <laughs> like, that's not a record that you want to hold as a quarterback. Yeah, Eric, he, he could still come back. I just don't. Oh, yeah. It's almost like uh, he doesn't want to come back to the game because, you know, his body's already done and he doesn't want to take that risk of, like, you know, like going back there and risk getting hurt again. I mean. Man, he should have came out for the Colts. Now the Colts are like, okay, now Luck's gone. Let's build our O-line because we want this to happen again. I'm like, you should have fucking done it when Luck was there because he's better than any quarterback you've had since he left. 
And we know that he's not playing for the money. Like, I mean, he comes from money already. I mean, he already had, you know, big contracts, you know, so it's not about the money. If it, if your body just can't hold up, I, like we're, we're talking about a gladiator sport where you're about to get hit like every single game, like a lot. You're going to get hit in practice, you know, sometimes like his body just couldn't handle it. Just like Gronk. I mean, retiring like, yeah, it took Tom Brady you know, going to a way better team to get him to come out of retirement. Like he was just trying to have fun. Like, I don't know. I I don't see luck ever coming back. I know he can. I just don't see it ever happening. Yeah, there you go. He's not coming back. He doesn't need football. That That's my thoughts. I mean, I know his dad, his dad was like the commissioner of the XFL. Like how crazy would it have been if like, you know, he gets some big contract with the XFL and just, like, goes there to be the face of it. Because if he really doesn't care about money anyways, it's not really about the money. Like, it could have been something about, you know, create, creating something and turning the XFL into, like, a legit league. And now that The Rock is the owner of the XFL, whoo, <laughs> who knows, who knows? Man, the XFL, like, I was watching a few games. Like, I was keeping, I was keeping track of it. Like, it was... It was dope, dude. Like it was way better than the fucking whatever the other shit was. What was the other league called? Um, like I don't even remember. It was like AA something or yeah. Yeah, American- yeah, yeah. That that one was whack, but the XFL was was good, man. Like I I just watched some highlights like on ESPN and stuff and it was it was good stuff. I mean the Houston Roughnecks were good. I mean St. Louis, whatever was good. Like there, there are a couple of good teams that are just like fun to watch, you know. You know why it was better than the other than the other one? Why? So the other one, which I can't remember their fucking name, like that's how irrelevant they are now. If anybody remembers the name of that other league, um, the one that only lasted like five games, throw, throw it in the chat. They, <clears throat> the XFL announced that they were going to come out and they were going to come out in two years. So I don't even remember what year it was. Um, well, I guess it was last year, right? 2020. So they announced it in 2018 where the league is starting in 2020 after the Super Bowl. That other, the the other league, they came out like after the XFL said that and said, we're coming out in 2019. So like they didn't even give themselves like, I don't even know, might not have even been an entire year to get things ready. The XFL kind of did that like the original time the XFL existed they, they kind of just pushed it out like real quick, not even giving it, you know, more than 12 months maybe of like prepping for it. And then it was like a flop, you know, like it, it was big amongst wrestling fans. Like I actually watched it. Like it was cool. Like Jr. was like announcing the games and stuff. And, and he hate me. <laughs> who, who remembers that guy? Like he hate me was, uh, <laughs> he was a beast. I, I don't even remember his real name. And uh, I think who was, I think Brian, not Brian Leftwich, but. Damn, there was one player who actually came out of the XFL way back when and ended up uh, – might have been Charlie Batch. I cannot remember the person's name, but there's one person who came out of the XFL who actually started for an NFL team. I think it was Charlie Batch. And so the XFL, they this time around, you know, planning it for two years, getting, you know, two years' worth of practice, like that makes a difference. Like I don't know why – the other, you know, the XFL did it before and this other um, league did. Like, I don't know why you think you can just throw this many people together, you know, never working together and just do something within a handful of months. And 
and make it a success. Oh, Alliance. Oh, AAF, Alliance of American Football. There you go. Oh, there. David's got it. I knew it was um, something. I, I couldn't remember what the hell. <laughs> yeah, it should have just been AA, just Alcoholics Anonymous, because, you know, all those guys started drinking after that. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, the XFL was a hit this year, too, because, I mean, a couple guys came over from the XFL already. I mean, the guy from the Panthers started a game this year, so. Yeah, yeah it wasn't uh, it wasn't a joke that everybody thought it was going to be. Yeah, did I mean, you, did you ever see the uh, the XFL like ESPN? You know the thirty for thirty on that. Oh no, I haven't seen that. No, I even you know there was that. thirty for thirty on that. Yeah, go go watch that. It'll give you good insight uh, into the first one. That that was pretty much what they did to hype up the the next. You know the the most recent league that they did. But one of the things that was really the coolest thing that we probably take for granted today, you know, the camera that's like hanging on top of the, yeah, um, yeah. the field that came from the XFL. Like the XFL mm. did that before, before the fucking NFL did that. And yeah, that I mean, was, I just fucking stole their shit. <laughs> oh, their shit. Didn't matter. Didn't matter. Stole their shit. And that's one of the coolest things about the NFL experience right now in replays, like how, you know, close the cameras are to the games. And it's literally because of the XFL, their first go around. Man, right there, that would have been a good time to play that clip of "Give me back my chain." <laughs> <laughs> my grandmama gave me that chain. <laughs> <laughs> he hate me. There you go. He hate me was dope. Like it, because it was the WWF who was like putting this out. He, uh, um, you know, they were making guys like personalities. They were trying to make them. You know, almost like characters. So it was cool. Like guys got to put whatever they wanted on the back of their jersey. And this guy, uh, he put, he hate me. And I remember the first game of the XFL. He like dominated. Oh, shit. Patrick's here. He said, what's the deal? I'm late. Carson Wentz got traded to the Colts. Big time news. Big time news for a second and a third rounder. The second rounder is conditional. If he plays more than 75% of snaps, or they make the playoffs, that second-round pick turns into a first-round pick. I think that it was great for the Colts. I mean, they and Eagles got a steal deal, maybe, and seeing nobody really wanted Wentz and to unload his contract, like, yeah, it was kind of a steal for both. And yeah, what I mean, like second and a third, second and a third, and that second can turn into a first if he plays 75%. Or they get to the playoffs. I mean, I think the Eagles kind of. I mean, I mean, at least get something for once is good. But like, I don't know. I mean, I'm still thinking back to that Bears deal. If it was even legit or not, but that Bears package is way better. Like, if they got like, if they got Tariq Cohen out of it and a first and whatever, like, I would take that deal 100. percent But I think that that shit was fake, though. Like I, now, with all this shit that we have, like media wise and like how easy it is to throw fake stories out there and how gullible some of these dumbass like little reporters are. Could you, I don't even remember if we know who we heard it from, you know, about Wentz getting traded, but I wonder who was like the beat writer that all they had to do was throw a couple whispers, you know, to them and they write this whole article <laughs> or whatever on Wentz, you know, potentially being traded to the bears. Like it's not that hard to, to give someone some low-hanging fruit that they want to get in the news. 
man, I'm trying to see who first reported it because now it's like I've seen all this stuff. I type in Google and like the first thing is like Tariq Cohen addresses rumors. Yeah, it's pretty clear Chicago was a rumor. I, to some people, we, we literally saw a video where someone said that Carson Wentz has been traded to the Bears. <laughs> it is. Okay, so they just told me to tweet right now. Natalie Engelwolf. Let's see this. Let's see where this lady works at. There we go. Fair trade Philly is rolling with Hertz. Yeah, that was pretty the, – the writing was on the wall last year. Everybody knew that Wentz was getting the old heave-ho. They just had to be able to find a trade partner. And I, I, I think that they definitely took less than what they wanted, for sure less. Let's see, man. She works for NBC Sports Philadelphia. I think she just leaked that just to – I mean, it didn't come out of Chicago. It came out of Philadelphia. So that, that just tells you Philadelphia is leaking information just to be like, hey, the Bears are offering this package. You need to beat this package to get more teams interested. And, like, if you really want Wentz, you have to offer at least this much. So but that's yeah. what it seems like to me. That's they what, put that's it out there on purpose. Yeah, and well, and, it, and they're giving, they're giving someone like her low hanging fruit. Like that's what it is. Like <laughs> the agent is smart. He's putting shit out there that's going to help negotiations. You know, he's not going to put shit out there saying that. Oh man, we're we're so far from this Bears deal that who knows if it even happens. <clears throat> like as long as he's not lying about what's being talked about, you know, it's easy to say a half truth and get someone to believe something. Uh, Patrick says Hertz is overrated. Um, I don't necessarily think that he's overrated. I kind of relate it to like Drew Locke where Drew Locke kind of came in at the end of two seasons ago and he played about five games and he played all right. And then everyone's kind of hyping up Drew Locke and it's like, okay, let's see a full season from him. We've seen a full season from him. All right. He's garbage. He's done. You know, so that's what Jalen Hurts. Like I need to see this season. You have full range. We're going to make the playbook around you. It's not just like, we're going to make something up in the middle of practice because we're going to start you next week. Like, you, you're you in charge, you know. You're, you're the leader of this team now. So I need to really see a full season from him. I'm not saying that, like, oh, if they don't make the playoffs or whatever, like, he's he's out or whatever. He doesn't deserve the job. It's just I need, I need to see him play. I need to see him pass the eye test over a full season before I make my assessment on him, you know. At this point, I take Wentz over Hurts, but I, I don't think it's fair to say Hurts is overrated when he's only started four or five games. Hey. Wentz made the playoffs last year with like what they go eight and eight. That that's yeah. how garbage the division is right now. If you can't compete for the division, if if Hertz can't be in contention for the division within the last couple games, I, I don't know. I, I think that that's still. I only see them improving things. I don't see them getting rid of people without bringing anybody on. I, I don't know. I, the Eagles, they fucking suck. And Hurts, he's going to be running for his life. That's for damn sure. That is for damn sure. Word. Give him a real shot. We get, we got to, yep. That's what we got to see. That's what we got to see. But uh, Chris says, does, um, oh, we'll do Dennis first. He was his comment was first. Let's see. Uh, Jack Fan, do you think the Jazz take Trevor Lawrence? Oh, they got to they gotta take Trevor Lawrence, number one. Um, From what I remember, I don't think Justin Fields – was under Urban Meyer. I think he just has played under Ryan Day. So it really wasn't – it's not really Urban's player. So I don't think we have to worry about that. But even if he does, like, have the Ohio State bias factor, like, come on, like, he doesn't want to blow his NFL career. Like, you, you got to take the guy that's consensus number one that's definitely the better player. So 
that that's what I know. I don't know about Hustler. Well, I haven't done too much research on these on these rookies yet. I mean, I, I've seen a bunch of highlights, you know, from the big guys, but I haven't I haven't got a chance to do more investigating yet, and I will. And that is going down. We're also doing a rookie mock draft today, just three rounds, just to get some of the big names out there, see what goes down. But I know, so who is it? What's his name? Zach Wilson. That's someone who I keep hearing his name a, a lot coming out. That a lot of a lot of these organizations are higher on Zach Wilson than Trevor Lawrence. Now, now it doesn't make a fucking difference if 31 teams, you know, are higher on Zach Wilson than Trevor Lawrence, because it's literally are the Jags higher on Zach Wilson than Trevor Lawrence. But that is something that I have been seeing a lot is is Zach Wilson's name being thrown around as and saying that a lot of teams are liking him over Trevor Lawrence. You know anything you know anything about Zach Wilson? I know he's probably he's like top 3. You know he he's amongst the the top 3 uh the top 3 big guys. Trevor Field uh Lawrence Fields and then Wilson. Those are I feel like the consensus top 3. Yeah, um I've heard a little bit about him. I mean, I don't really watch many BYU games. I know the big knock on them during the season was that they hadn't really played anybody. So I don't know how much I trust his stats from this season. So, I mean, I can't really say like, oh, he's overrated or whatever. I mean, I mean, I know I've heard a lot about Lawrence, not Lawrence, uh, Fields. A lot of games are higher on Brian Leaf than Peyton Manning. A lot of teams are higher on Brian Leaf. <laughs> Ryan Leaf, yeah. And, uh, David, I got to smoke a bowl to that because can you imagine, can you just imagine if Ryan Leaf was taken over Peyton Manning? <laughs> that would have been – and it was crazy because Ryan Leaf was just so freaking hyped coming out of college. <laughs> and Peyton Manning, it was one of those things like, oh, is this just the Manning name? You know, or mm-hmm. is he the real deal? Holy field. <laughs> we got to smoke a bowl to that. That was uh, that was a good one, man. And uh, <laughs> if Zach Wilson ends up turning into Ryan Leaf, uh, that, that would be <clears throat> insane. There we go. Yeah. Wilson is low key like Herbert last year. Yeah. Because Herbert was what? The third QB taken last year. I mean, kind of same shit like the guy who isn't. Looked at as the consensus number one, but is consensus like top three, top four? Like you got to have him in there, early guy. I mean, well, uh, Herbert was the number one pick like before his senior season. Like people were saying he was the best guy at, coming out of the draft over uh, what's his name? Who's the guy that went Burrow before him? Burrow? Yeah, because Burrow just had one good season. You know, like Burrow played a full four years or three years, whatever he was as a starter. So. He was building credibility before Burrow had like that best college football quarterback season of all time or whatever. Yeah. I mean, they both can play. I'd honestly take Herbert, but I think that just also has to deal with Burrow's injury kind of hindered the back half of his year when, you know. That sucked because it would have been, it would have been a true race for the 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 year because Burrow was having a good year for being on a really, really shitty team. Yeah. There we go. Patrick says, I like fields. I'm curious to see if there's going to be a shakeup. Like I really am. I know that Trevor Lawrence is the consensus. number one. 
I think Wilson goes before Fields. Like I think the Jets take a swing at Zach Wilson if they don't end up getting Watson. Like I think I think Zach Wilson is going to the Jets if they don't get if they don't get Watson. And right on cue, Antonio says, I feel bad for whatever QB goes to my Jets. <laughs> good shit, good shit. Oh, man. Let's see here. Not to compare the players, but every year this happens for quarterbacks from Blaine Gabbert to Daniel Jones recently. Buyer beware. Zach Wilson might be Kevin Cobb. Uh, before the Cardinals drafted Kyler Murray, they wanted Justin Herbert, but it went back to school, and he was projected higher. Crazy. I mean, it. it's crazy how easily a team can turn a talented quarterback into a shit quarterback. I feel like now is a little bit different than it was back in, I don't know, like the Vince Young days, for example, you know, when he was there. Like we're talking about one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever play the game. Uh, I believe he won rookie of the year and not because of injury, but he just completely fell off. Their team completely fell off. And I, I don't know. It just, now it just seems like teams are more willing to commit building an offense around someone. And that's what you should kind of do. You shouldn't draft someone and try to change their fucking skill set. You should try to build around their skill set. Yeah, man. It's just teams are so locked into what what they want and stuff like that. And that, that goes into, like, it's like not letting quarterbacks or whatever players in general just, like, have freedom and do whatever, you know? Because, I mean, I don't really, a, lot, a lot of people aren't doing it with Deshaun Watson, but just like wanting out kind of goes into that too, you know? Like, it's always like, let's, it's always about the organization. Like, if you want to leave or you want to do whatever, like, you're suddenly like against the team and you're, you're the bad guy, where it's like, yo, like, I'm getting paid the millions. Like, I work my ass off. And I know the coaches work their ass off too, but it's like, you know, like, I'm, I'm the one making the plays out there at the end of the day. That's what it comes down to for me. And as much as like these guys want the money, they want the ring too. And they, <clears throat> I feel like just being competitive is what they want. They want their team to be able to be competitive because a guy like Watson is a different yeah. team. If the teams are pretty similar, he's a guy who in the fourth quarter could win it for you. And mm -hmm. that, that's what the hell's wrong with that? Like, why shouldn't, and everybody is like, Oh, well they shouldn't take big money. You know, if they, if they really want to win, but, Fuck that. Like, I, I hate that, like, type of mentality. Like, these guys yeah. are some of the most talented athletes in the world. They've literally been doing this their entire life, working at their craft, even though people just think that they're talented and they just roll out of bed and, like, do nothing, you know, every day and just hit the field and just, like, magically, like, play this good. So I, I'm, I'm totally against that mindset, <clears throat> especially in fantasy football man like fuck the cap and all that like we care about the guy who's out there like making plays and getting the stats and as much as i don't care about who wins the super bowl i know that a guy like deshaun watson wants to at least compete for a super bowl i mean yeah i mean deshaun watson has been this is probably his one year where he just couldn't overcome everything you know like he's been overcoming stuff since his since his uh rookie year so you know, this is probably his first year where he's under 500. And I mean, the team was a mess. He didn't have a coach for 60% of the season, you know. I mean, you can add the COVID stuff and no preseason and all that stuff onto it too, you know. I mean, he lost his best receiver with about five five games left to go, you know. Like, he had a lot to deal with. And the defense was probably the worst in the league. So, it, it sucked, you know. 
So he's like, you know what? This is, this is it. You know, like you guys can't find me a real coach. You guys can't give me a, give me some real weapons around here. I mean, I think the weapons haven't really been the problem, but most of the coaching staff and the defense and stuff like that, that I've, I've seen, cause they've had some pretty good receivers with during his time. Yeah, there we go. Watson lost his best two receivers. Like you, you lose a guy like Hopkins. I mean that that's just like Russell Wilson like losing DK Metcalf or something like that. Like if Seattle traded DK Met, I mean Wilson already kind of wants out, and really he just wants protection. Like that's really what he wants. Get that man an O line. That's what he wants. But it's just like Seattle trading DK Metcalf, who's like his boy. Like you know, like. DK Metcalf leaves like Russell Wilson is not going to want to be in Seattle like at all. So that wide receiver is a quarterback's best friend. You get that man more wide receivers. You don't take his best wide receivers away. Yeah. I don't know who they were like trying to like get with that second round pick they got for Hopkins. Like, I don't know. I mean, they got David Johnson, but like David Johnson's kind of just, I don't say washed up because he's still a good running back, but it's like he's David like Johnson isn't he isn't what he was. He's twenty eight or twenty nine. Like he's like, you know, a season or two away from being totally irrelevant. Wait, Chris, what was your oh. question, dude? Oh dang it. I think we oh wait, here we go. Oh, he turns the shit around. He's got a great team around him. They'll make the playoffs. I said it here first. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna turn it around too. And I don't think that he was the problem in Philly. I'll say that again. He just he wasn't. Have no weapons. You have no offensive line. Your run game's iffy because everyone keeps getting hurt. I don't know what the hell they expected from him. I think him making it to the playoffs last year and going eight and eight was over exceeding expectations. This year, same thing. You get him no weapons. The offensive line still sucks. Their defense was bad. Um, they had a bunch of injuries early. It took them a while before the, the defense started clicking <clears throat> like they did. Yeah. Eagles, they, they they ruined – the Eagles ruined Wentz. That, that's one thing that I will say. He got hurt a couple times. People get hurt. He still came back. He came back and played and took them to the playoffs. Yeah, the, the, Eagles, they, they, the Eagles screwed the pooch on this one. That is for sure. Yeah, Doug Peterson's a shitty coach, dude. Like, he's just one of those coaches we're gonna look back in twenty years and like, how the fuck Doug Peterson win a win a win a fucking Super Bowl? You know, like you both that statue of Peterson and Foles. That statue of Peterson Foles is out there, and it's like it's not even three years later, and both of them are gone. Like that's that's how stupid you are. Like you built those statues for legends, you know. Like you think Patriots are building statues for James White and whoever, you know, like and Stephen Gutkowski, bro. Patriots aren't even going to build a statue for Tom Brady. Like, it might take them a very long time to actually do that. <clears throat> now, they're probably going to be like, you gave up. They're, they're probably uh, fucking petty as shit, and they probably would be like, you left us, so we're not building you a statue. Yeah, I, <laughs> that's what I think. Literally, that, that's what I think. <laughs> yep, the coach gave up on Wentz. Yeah, and now the coach is nowhere, you know, to be found. If you're not motivated to play, you're just not going to play up to your full <laughs> capabilities. And Carson Wentz wasn't motivated to play. Their team was dog shit. <laughs> he was getting hit, like, on every single play. Like, did you see when Hurts was playing? Like, Hurts literally had to run for his life like Patrick Mahomes did in the Super Bowl. <laughs> and they just started turning all those, like, 
dropbacks into design plays just because that's how bad their offensive line was, is. Frank Wright over Doug Peterson, yep. Eagles should have stuck with Nick Foles and trade Wentz. It's official. Hell yeah, they should have. Because they probably could have got they probably could have got better value on Wentz than they did Nick Foles. And they could have still drafted Jalen Hurts when they did. <laughs> yeah. Eagles, they, they fucked that one all the way off. They they really did. Yeah, and I mean, like the Eagles coach, I mean, he's unproven, so we'll see what he can do. But I mean, just who they hired and how late they hired him just proves that like Nobody wanted to go to the fucking Eagles after what happened with Peterson and Frank Reich and stuff. Like, no one wants to go there, you know? Like, now it's turning into, like, a shitty organization for how they literally went from here to here in a matter of two seasons. Like, and it's because they tough. didn't do anything. They, <clears throat> I don't know every single move that every single team makes or anything like that. Like, I don't want to claim that I do. But I don't remember the Eagles making any fucking moves over those last two years. I mean, I know Deshaun Watson, I think it was – or not Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Jackson. I guess it was two years ago that they, like, brought him back to Philly. I, what other moves? I mean, other than drafting, you know, like Jalen Rager. But I don't know of any moves that they did <coughs> on their offense at all over those last two years, other than Deshaun Jackson, who may have been brought over two years ago. Alshon Jeffrey, <laughs> hasn't he been there for longer than two years at this point? Was he not on the – was he not I, – I know he, he didn't play. He was on the Super Bowl team. He was on he the was Super Bowl there. team. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. So, yeah, he was there. He was already He was already a piece in place. All righty. Well, good talk, Corey. I'm going to smoke this bowl, and then we'll get out of here. Been on for an hour now. Carson Wentz. I, I can't believe it. To the, Well, I can believe it going to the Colts, but I can't believe – that it was for a lot less than we thought that he was going to go for. I thought that a team would put a player involved. I thought it would be more than two picks. What was the th – so what are the three quarterback moves so far? Because I'm blanking. Like, it's just Wentz and who else? Goff and Stafford. So they swap. Okay. Okay. So those are the three. So we got three quarterbacks that have changed. And I guess it wasn't even the offseason when Goff and – Stafford like changed right wasn't that before the Super Bowl even happened but we'll mm -hmm. consider it we'll consider it the offseason three quarterback changes already what do you think so the over under is 17 Adam Schefter he said he's taking the over what what do you think yeah, I'm just I'm just gotta think here let's see like uh I mean Patriots Jets Dolphins are sticking with their guy I think uh who else is that division I'm missing because every time there's a trade, it's really two, it's two teams that are Ravens. Gonna... I think the Steelers should switch, but they probably don't have the ball to move off Big Ben. Yeah, and then it's the uh, Colts, Texans, Titans, Jaguars. Man, I can't even think. It's gonna take forever to count. Maybe maybe Vegas, but I don't know if they don't get Watson. I think they stick with Derek Carr. Yeah, Steelers have no money. That that's another. <laughs> I mean, that's another reason why you maybe want to do kind of move on for Big Ben. But actually, I think Big Ben did say that he would restructure his deal for, like, literally whatever they needed him to. I think it's going to be under based on what I've already counted. Watson should go to San Francisco. I think that's one of his landing spots. And then Jimmy he G. should go there. Patriots. That's the best landing spot for him, I think. 
Stuff like that shouldn't happen, though. Well, not not like Deshaun Watson going to San Francisco, but like Jimmy G going back to the Patriots. Like stuff like that shouldn't happen. Like <laughs> Patriots shouldn't be gifted anything. Mm-hmm. It's bastards. <laughs> Steelers can't afford to to use the franchise tag on Ben or blow it up. Yeah, Ben, he already said that he was willing to take a deal, so I'm sure that he'll restructure his con uh do uh restructure his uh restructure a one-year deal or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to be too high on the Steelers offense this next this next year. I mean, I think I think it's going it's going to be Ravens and Browns for the division. Like my money would be on the Ravens, but What about Watson? They don't have the money. They don't have the money. That that's one thing that they don't have as of yet. I I know they cleared so I think just within two moves, I think they cleared over like 30 million though of like however, however much 80 million that they were. I mean, assuming that Drew Brees isn't there, that's one of those moves that would clear up like, I don't know, 25 mil or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ben would play for a dollar. Yeah. He, he might go down to the league minimum. <laughs> Saints are in worse shape against the cap. Yeah, they are. That is for sure. I don't see the Saints having Watson uh, as their franchise QB. I don't see it either. I'm very curious to see what the Saints do. I'm very, very curious. And um, Drew Brees still hasn't announced if he's playing or not. So we we shall see. All righty. Good talk, Corey. We're out of here. Thanks for joining, everybody. Good looking on showing up and keeping the keeping the chat active. Carson Wentz, one more time to the Colts. We'll see you guys later. We got our rookie mock draft coming up in about four hours from now. So make sure you come join in. We'll see you later, guys. Peace out. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. My shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, I'm on the grind. Yeah, I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the cheapy of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. smoke that joint say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.